Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. And here we go, Hour 2, Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We have relocated, of course, the Sig Sauer Studios west to beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, the Valley of the Sun. It is definitely living up to its name again today. It's about a buck ten out here today. It's absolutely wonderful. Love it out here. And we are now on the Crossbreed Holsters microphone. It's all being brought to you, of course, every day by that great company, X Insurance. X Insurance. I saw a pickup truck yesterday that in the back of the window, it said, Guns Protected by X Insurance covered the back, one of those display things. This is actually pretty cool. Greg over in Dallas, Texas, because we're remote, we don't have video screens up today. But tell people where they can participate in the chat. We're watching it. It's always lively, and it will get lively now because our guest coming up after you do that is going to be A.W.R. Hawkins, who is going to sit here with us for the hour. Yeah, if you want to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. All right. Thank you very much for that. Let's bring your mic live. AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News. How you doing, brother? Doing good. It's always a pleasure to be out here in Phoenix, Arizona, and I love when you can jump in the studio with us. I'm going to say, as I'm putting you on the spot, because I can, because you're here, but you're going to be doing three hours with me on Sunday, and we're going to make it a literal Breitbart News three-hour broadcast on Sunday with you. That's going to be an awful lot of fun. So I hope you can stay awake. Hmm. Well, it's three hours. Three hours, lots of coffee. Yeah, five to eight p.m. on the West Coast. I love that. It's not the eight to eleven p.m. So I gotta love that. Feels feels a little bit better. All right, let's get started. I I just had Neil McCabe on the program for an hour. It was a really really good hour. I think uh, that's a that's an epic encore at some point. We had some great insight, and we closed out the hour with him. But I kind of segued from Rob Reiner to Mom's Demand Action because it worked. And let me do the same thing with you and get your perspective. Meathead, we're talking about. Here's a tweet that this idiot put out the other day. And I don't, I don't think he understands. I mean, I really know. I, I want you to try to get in his head. It, it's hard to do that to get into the head of a leftist. But there's, there's a method to the madness here as we move this over to mom's demand action. The man who led in opposition to Vladimir Putin was killed in a plane crash. This is how an autocrat governs, he said. Execute your enemies. This is what Donald Trump aspires to. If he is allowed to return to the White House, our 247 years of self-rule will be no more. This coming from a person, you're, you're laughing, obviously, but this coming from a person representative of a party that is attempting to do just that to Donald Trump and silence all of their critics. Do, try to get in his head. Does he not understand? Is he stupid? Or is he part of a, explain to me why he would put that out? 
Well, I can't get in his head. There's probably too much bong residue and vegetable <laughs> soup fat in there. But what I can do is say he's nuts because, as you say, they're doing the very same thing uh, to Donald Trump that they accuse him. Donald Trump's not going to do the kind of thing they say. Now, he is going to destroy the deep state, and this is all a bunch of shenanigans to keep from admitting the truth. Donald Trump gets back in. He's going to completely annihilate the deep state. And and Meathead hates that. That's all I can say about well, it. But why does he hate it? What does he? What, what skin does he have in the game? This is the, the direction I want to kind of go here, because he also put a tweet out. He reposted a tweet from the Lincoln Project that had hundreds of people in a what looked like a two-tier type of auditorium, almost like something at the financial district. That was on a gigantic screen, and when Trump's mugshot was released and hit it, the place went absolutely bonkers. The place was filled with radical, lunatic leftists. All right. What skin does he have in this game, and what skin do these people have in this game that make them react that way? Then we're going to shift it over to guns, because it's the same rabid hatred we see from the gun grabbers. I have no idea what skin he has in the game. Did you mention the Lincoln Project? I did. Yeah, because I've always wondered. I know that one of their founders was accused of sexual assault, and I've always wondered if they got that ironed out or not. When they try to take the high ground, I always remind them of that. Um, but, yeah, these are a bunch, you know. Democrats, uh, by nature, just want to be in power, and they see Donald Trump as an, as a problem for that because he's going to come in and wipe out uh, the bureaucracy they developed, and he should do it. He should come in and declare an all-out war on that bureaucracy and uh, and do away with it. And that, that's hopefully what he'll do, and Meathead can cry all he wants. And I wish I could hear Archie making fun of him because those, be those were the days. Those were the days. Wow, well done. <laughs> Actually, sounded like <laughs> that was pretty good. All right, well, let's now take that to that would have been Gene Stapleton, wasn't it her name? The, I can't remember what Gene name. Stapleton. Archie. Yeah, great stuff. Let's move that over to Moms to Mad Action now. Because, and you have this up at Breitbart News. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to want to read AWR's take on this. It's a good one. You're not going to get it anywhere else. Fact check. Gun control group says Kyle Rittenhouse was not held accountable for self-defense shootings. Here's the tweet again. For those of you who might just be joining us, you're hearing it for the first time. If you're joining us, rejoining us. We talked about this with Neil McKay, but we're going to get AWR's perspective. Three years ago today, and the tweet was put out today, three years ago today at a protest of the police shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin, 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse, who was openly carrying an AR-15-style rifle, shot and killed Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber and wounded another man. Rittenhouse was not held accountable. My God, you're shaking your head. Uh, please help me here. Well, no, I'm just thinking there are a lot of points in that tweet besides the main point. You know, they want to criticize that he was openly carrying a gun. I mean, if they'd been at in and out Burger with me last week, they'd have lost it because I carried a Staccato C2 in one day open. And I can't remember what I carried a different day, uh, but I'll open carry all at once. So that's how that goes. They'll just have to get used to it. Uh, there's no crime in that. I think... I can't remember if it's 45 or 46 six states that allow open carry. Now, they have, of course, put so many regulations in some of those states. you got to be careful. But uh, it's just silly, this kind of talk out of this group. They don't know anything. They only survive because Mike Bloomberg keeps pumping cash in there. Uh, but as far as uh, Rittenhouse not being held accountable, anybody who saw the trial, you remember the misery on that kid's face. Oh. And then he and I have become buddies, and we'll be together. And every time I'm with him, I say the same thing when I talk to my wife. I'm like, this is just a kid. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how he went through this. I mean, 
we were somewhere together recently, and uh, we were in Denver. And I, I was talking about going to buy a gun, and he, he said he can't wait till he's old enough to buy a gun. And yeah. you know, what I'm saying this is just a kid. Not only was he held accountable, he was abused by the left, but he came out on top. That's what they hate. So I love it. Okay, so let's 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 go there. He came out on top. That's what they hate. What did they want? Now, again, this is going to go back kind of the Rob Reiner deal. This all ties together. What did they want to happen to Kyle Rittenhouse? They, want, they wanted him to be treated so badly and imprisoned so that no one would think of having a gun for self-defense. But only a fool would go to one of those riots without a daggum gun. I'm not telling anybody to carry a gun. I'm not giving you all advice. I'm just telling you my personal view on myself. I'm going to have somebody to protect myself. And these heathens on the left wanted to try to use Rittenhouse as an example to punish him so bad that no one would think of trying to be armed a next time around. Anyway, they lost, so that's that. Does the left want harm, physical harm, to come to Donald Trump in your estimation? Would they jump up and cheer if he was physically harmed or worse? I have no, I have no idea on that. I don't. I, I do. I, the answer to that would be yes. I have no idea, but I can tell you uh, they're going after him with all they have. And I would assume that the same outcome for somebody like Kyle Rittenhouse, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Look, they, 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 if, if he went to prison, they weren't going to hope he had a good time in prison. They were going to hope the worst things that can happen to you in prison would happen to him. And they would openly talk about it. On social media. Well, in fact, they have. You know what else kills them? And I really love it. Kyle is happy. Oh, he's a great kid. I've the left too, hates yeah. happy people. You'll always remember the left. The left does not appreciate beauty. That's why most leftists you see at these gun control rallies, they weigh uh, 500 bills and they have a mustache. And uh, they hate happy people. They hate beauty and happiness. And so Kyle Rittenhouse really rubbed them raw when he was uh, acquitted and he smiled uh, later in life in these last few months. He'd been very happy uh, after all that emotional turmoil passed. And uh, they hate that. Yeah, I, this, this tweet seems to show sympathy for two convicted felon child molesters who were killed in an act of self-defense found by a jury of his peers right. who were killed by an individual who simply used a firearm to do that, and the left shows sympathy to these dirtbags as if Kyle Rittenhouse is a murderer. Do they not believe in self-defense at all? Take us to the break with that. Well, no. Uh, they Well, they actually don't, but they also don't believe in the validity of a jury decision. A oh, jury's oh, decision only, only matters if their guy gets let off. That's the only time. If they agree with the decision, right? Is yep. that what I heard? Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We've got another three great segments with AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News coming here from the beautiful Valley of the Sun in the Six Hour Studios. I am Mark Walters in front of the Crossbreed Holsters mic for you. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. We'll be right back from Phoenix.
Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense is freedom, passion, and precision. Everything they make is freedom, passion, and precision, and it's made with freedom, passion, and precision. Make sure to check them out, DanielDefense.com. Welcome back inside the Sig Sauer Studios, relocated out here to the beautiful Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, somewhere out in the Sonoran Desert. It's hot out. It's supposed to be. It's August. I love it. And we're in front of the Crossbreed Holsters, Mike. In fact, I think I saw probably eight to ten Crossbreed Holsters in a pile not too long ago here. I had to move out of the way to get the setup uh, in the studio. Yeah, those are, well, some of those are the new, uh, the uh, new executive holster, which is inside the waistband. It's very minimalistic, mm-hmm. which I love because I'll tell you one of the worst things you can do. You buy that super compact pistol. You know, I carry a 365. Well, I carry a 365 almost every day. You spend the money on that firearm. You take the time to get acquainted with it, to be accurate with it, and then you want to carry it with some big bulky holster. Right, it makes no right. sense. But you get that executive holster. It's so minimalistic, just slips right in there. One one belt, uh, one belt loop uh, clip. Boom. Yeah, that that thing is maneuverable anywhere yeah. on the belt. Yeah, you, you can put it at you can put it appendix guys, on the side, appendix side back if yeah. you want to carry it at the four or five o'clock position. If you want to carry it at the three, if you want to put it appendix, they work. They're just the best that's out there. Make sure to check them out. Crossbreedholsters.com. Little impromptu public service announcement there for Crossbreed. Uh, AWR, the did you want to put a, a stamp on anything about the Kyle Rittenhouse deal before we move on? Because I think it's important to point out. You mentioned something that Neil mentioned: Bloomberg money. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the only reason mom's demand is still in this game. Uh, they lose. Well, they're losing in Tennessee. Remember, it's mom's demand that's been holding hands around the Capitol, singing Kumbaya, telling, telling everybody about all the gun control they've got to adopt. And guess what? That didn't happen. But, see, they'll be at the next place doing it because uh, Bloomberg will, you know, dump a few thousand million gazillion dollars in there because he's got it. And so, you know, just don't be fooled into thinking the fact that they're still making noise means they're winning because they're not. So just don't be fooled into thinking they're winning. That's an important point because people see that in the media. Let me take this. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you to a conversation that AWR and I had yesterday off air just talking about these things as we often do. And that's Bill Lee. All right. You and I do not disagree very often. But we kind of disagreed a little bit on why Bill Lee is doing what he's doing in Tennessee right now, which is giving the left that voice that they wouldn't have had had he not done that, meaning opening the door for gun control in Tennessee, knowing it didn't stand a chance. Right. Right. So I guess one of the points that I was making yesterday in our private conversation over a great cigar, by the way, was the fact that we wouldn't be here talking about this had he not done that to begin with. But we're kind of glad he did it. But the left, so vocal, they're placards that they're holding up. They get kicked out. Then they get a, you know, a, a little you know, judge to come in and say, no, you can't do that. So they come back in with their placards. The mainstream media makes us think that they're winning based on the coverage that they get, which is why I hold this against Bill Lee. And if you could tell listeners what we talked about yesterday, why do you think he did that? For what purpose? Would he give them that massive PR coup? And that's what it was in my book. Right. Well, Bill Lee is, uh, went from uh, second 
Amendment advocate to gun control proponent. It's just that's just plain and clear, and everybody needs to understand that. You believe that Governor Bill Lee can't be trusted on uh, to defend Tennesseans' gun rights. He just can't. He's the one that called the special session. He's the one that wanted this session used to pass gun control. He's the one that begged and pleaded for a red flag law. And I believe it's because, as I told you, you had uh, Sheryl Crow and Amy Grant and Casey Musgrave and others who are part of a gun control group meeting with him or having proxies meet with him to try to persuade him to support gun control. And I believe he got drunk on the idea of uh, celebrity of celebrities spending time with him, liking him, uh, maybe giving him free tickets to this or that. I'm not saying they did. I'm saying maybe, you know, just having them croon all over him. And because it's just a fact that often conservatives don't, win the popularity contest with Hollywood, just a fact, or with celebrities anywhere, uh, because celebrities are so often leftists. And so he probably, in my mind, got a little intoxicated on their attention, and uh, he doesn't want to lose that. So I don't think he's playing a political game so much as uh, he probably really enjoys uh, all the attention he's getting. But what I would say to Governor Lee, if I could speak with him, is you turned your back on the folks in Tennessee. Because a red flag law would not have stopped that transgender shooter from doing what she did. Proof of that is, and I I can name it easy, proof of that is her folks did not know she owned a gun. They knew at one point she owned it, then they thought she sold it. So there was no reason for them to call police to have her guns confiscated. They didn't know she had guns. The Nashville chief said she was not a criminal, not on their radar. So there was no reason for them to activate themselves to come search for guns or take firearms so a red flag law would have done nothing to stop this attack all right all it would have done is be another law that's on the book so that then the left could say well wait you need one more law that one more law would have worked that's how the left works you know that's why in california right now on top of all the gun control they have they're getting ready to add an excise tax that's all they could come up with they're thinking what what other gun control can we come up with an excise tax is all that's left because they have been allowed to pass so many gun controls incrementally And Bill Lee would have started that same process in Tennessee if the Republicans in the legislature had rolled over. And I'm glad they didn't. Well, Bill Lee had to know that. It was an interesting conversation. I appreciate you talking about it right now publicly because, ladies and gentlemen, many of you might not know this. Many of you likely do know this. If you've ever been to Nashville, you know what I'm talking about. And I think you'll agree with me on this because you have been to Nashville many times. But Nashville is Tennessee's Hollywood, right? Right. So Bill Lee trying to appease the Nashville celebrity group makes sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me is what about the last several years as governor? Does this was he faking it? Does he have no convictions? Is this the true him? Yeah, can't say anything. And maybe he, you know, he's a Republican. Maybe he didn't want to lose the Republican support. He knew he had. A Republican. Tennessee's a very gun friendly state, as you well know. I mean, I think at best now he's a Republican. That's the best you can say about him. And uh, he can't be trusted to defend gun rights. Uh, I don't think he has any other political ambition, so it doesn't matter. But if he ever doesn't make sense. But if he ever pops up and he thinks I'm going to run for Senate or I'm going to run for House or whatever, you folks in Tennessee have to remember, no, we cannot trust this man. Yeah, it's an interesting take on the celebrity angle to that. It really is. 
I have a gut feeling that you're going to see him try to move forward in another office at some point, which might be, which may very well be why he did this. If if that was not part of his plan, none of this seems to make sense. He doesn't have to appeal to them publicly by calling a gun control session to be in love with the Cheryl Crows and the Nashville crew. But what liberals there are in the Nashville crew. When we come back, two more segments with AWR Hawkins. Got a couple happy ending stories to talk with you about. Want to go back to New Jersey because interesting stuff. They're adopting the same gun control technology that failed in Maryland. And not only did it fail in Maryland, it failed miserably in Maryland to the point where Maryland didn't even want to do it anymore. But New Jersey's never met a gun control law or anything to do that would take you rights away from you that they just didn't want to make love to. We'll be back right after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. 
Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle, available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Ah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here in the Sig Sauer Studios, now out in Phoenix, Arizona, in front of the Crossbreed Holsters mic for you. It's all being brought to you today, of course, every day by the great X. Insurance, X Insurance. Make sure to check out all of our partners, please. They make this possible every day at armedamericanradio.com and over at armedamericannews.com as well. Sitting with AWR Hawkins, always a pleasure to have you in studio. It's always a lot of fun for a lot of different reasons, some of which I won't discuss on the air. Let's just say you make me laugh, and sometimes it's hard to contain it because your wit and your wisdom is so spot on when it comes to these gun grabbers and your descriptions, for example, of let me just throw some kudos to you for Rob Reiner, because his head is so filled with bong water and vegetable soup. Right. That's I happen to agree with all of that. Right. Um, and some other things I couldn't say. But let's go bong water and vegetable soup to Jersey, which is what it seems all the leftist heads with are filled with in New Jersey, particularly Murphy. I, it, it, again, ladies and gentlemen, it's impossible to get into the minds of these people, but it is fun to try, and it makes for some great conversation. New Jersey right now, and I think you'll agree with me, has never met a gun control bill that they just haven't just drooled all over. Am I right about that? Correct. Good things happening in New Jersey, from our perspective, are defined not as good things happening in New Jersey as a new pro-gun bill was signed, but by how few bad gun bills get through, right? Correct. Okay, that's a very dangerous predicament to be in. What are they doing now in Jersey that they're falling all over? Because it's it's got to be put into context. But they have stipulations that are triggered in New Jersey based on new technology as it becomes available. Isn't that right? Yeah, but they, and, and they have this micro stamping requirement, but they're months behind putting it in place. And that's because uh, a good way to say it is it's a theoretical deal because uh, it doesn't work. Uh, micro stamping for folks that don't know means if you have a semi-automatic pistol on your firing pin, there'd be a special marker so that your gun would have a fingerprint. 
That's micro-stamping. So the idea is, and it's theoretical, that when the shell is ejected, the shell has a fingerprint on it from where uh, the firing pin hit it. But this is just reality. Not telling people how to do this. I'm just telling you reality. Uh, You take your firing pin out and put a new one in. Or you take a file and you file the end of your firing pin and you put it back in. Criminals won't figure that out, though. Oh, no. Or you just use a revolver. See, that's the whole joke of this. This whole deal, if if you're using a revolver, uh, it won't have micro-stamping technology. Well, won't the revolver (laughs) eject the casings as well? These folks probably think it does. See, they probably do. That's exactly what these folks think. It's very, very important, ladies and gentlemen, to understand the stupidity of what we're talking about here. And to understand the track record, uh, Maryland had this for 15 years, spent $5 million maintaining a database of guns that had been micro-stamped, and they solved zero crimes. So they got rid of the program after 15 years. But only a leftist, only a leftist so mentally challenged would keep a program around 15 years it wasn't working. So that's a joke in itself. Spent millions of dollars, didn't solve a single crime, finally stopped it. And then here you have uh, the Hee Haw gang here in uh, New Jersey. They're coming along. There. We're going to try to. I think it's going to work. So uh, it's just crazy. Well, New Jersey's not very far away from Maryland. Right. And I'm sure the leftists in New Jersey talk to the leftists in Maryland from time to time when they get together. No. And this is from, as you quoted, uh, New Jersey Attorney General Platkin. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to listen to this, having just heard what we were talking about. This amazing yet straightforward technology imprinting unique identifiers on the firing pin of firearms will have a profound impact on public safety across the state. Hmm. He believe, does, does he, again, I, we try to get into the minds of these people because we kind of have to. But it's impossible, but it's fun to talk about. Does he believe what he just said? He doesn't understand what he just said. So he's stupid. Somebody wrote or he's that. ignorant. Somebody wrote ignorant. that for him. But I will say this. If you're a gun store in New Jersey, wow. you're going you're gonna to sell a lot of revolvers. That ain't a bad deal. And, no, because uh, there are some great revolvers out there. Uh, the and uh, great, the black market, the revolver is gonna is gonna flourish because that's how they'll sidestep this with one fell swoop, and that's that. All right. So if I purchase a new gun, following whatever process I have to follow in the state of New Jersey, and my gun is stolen because criminals steal guns, maybe it's stolen from my car because I was violating New Jersey law and had my gun in my car like I can in every other free state, whatever it may be, or my home gets broken into. And that gun is subsequently used in a crime. What happens if it's micro-stamped and it's found to be stolen? What happens? I don't know. They don't, they don't think they've gone that far down the road. Maryland did not, did they? So when they say it didn't solve any crime, it didn't solve the stolen gun crime either, did it? No. I mean, just I just hope they don't have a liability issue for the person in whose name the micro-stamp exists. That's what I'd worry about in a leftist state. Uh that's why I don't live in those states, and um, and I say those. We were only talking about New Jersey, but in my mind, I'm thinking about New York or Maryland or any of those states that are so restrictive, California. So I just I wouldn't live in one of those states if there was any way I could avoid it. Yeah, well, you can't avoid it. It's that's definitely avoidable. Let's go. Let's talk a happy ending story now, and then I want to take you to Boston, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire. A profound decision from a judge up there that we're not hearing a lot about. I know you'll be writing about it, and I know you're looking into this. A lot of people are. I'm, I'm, no doubt I'll be talking about this on the Sunday Monster Cast in greater detail. But here we have 
an alleged robber shot dead by New Orleans taxi driver. This is a great story, and it's a true happy ending story. What happened? Well, he uh, he showed a handgun and demanded money. And as I wrote in the article, the taxi driver gave him bullets instead, and that's the end of it. Uh, so it's like, hey, hand me the money. And he said, well, I, I got these, and that's what he gave him. He gave him these. And uh, so the 23-year-old uh, crumbled to the ground, and that, that as they call it, was ball game. Uh, the fat lady stood up, started singing. They started to bus, and the game was over. And uh, so he won't be robbing any more taxis. And the police believe that this same individual uh, is was the robber of two previous taxis from this same company or was tied to it in some way. So what this good guy with a gun did is he ended that string of robberies real quick. So uh, and every subsequent robbery that would have followed. That's it. And that's what's important to point out. Uh, there, uh, Greg, I think, don't we have a, what is it, note to mom or something, Greg? Don't we have right. something along those lines? Note to mom, he Does will Greg not be it? home for dinner, and uh, that's it. So, moving on. So, you're that, of course, is you <laughs> in a previous segment on the show. When we talk about these happy ending stories, Greg tends to throw those in there because it's very true. He got did he get what he deserved? Let's just be right up front and honest. New listeners, some of you might find these conversations harsh. These are happy well, stories I, for a reason. I will only say what the what the police said. Police said the shooting was justified. Well, I think they may have used the word justifiable. They said the driver was under threat, felt like he could lose his life. There will be no charges against the driver. And so that's it. So, you know, it's it's possible he could wind up losing a job, though. We see this a lot, right? Yeah. I'll tell you, the public outcry would be so great. I I agree with you. And I think it's getting worse and worse. Let's go to the next segment with this. We'll jump in here now. I played. I didn't play it. it Video doesn't go over well on the radio. But I've watched and repeatedly watched the convenience guy with a six pack put it on the criminal behind the counter and we have news. You wrote about this today. He is not going to be charged. He was under investigation. Right. But you can report to us that he is not going to be charged for that justifiable shooting. Right. We have 10 seconds before the break. Oh, correct. Correct. Not going to be going to be charged for that. And he's not in trouble for buying Bud Light because he had Miller Light. So he's good all the way around. Yeah, I wonder if they gave him the beer. I certainly hope he didn't have to pay. For I hope that he beer. has beer for life. I hope he has beer for life, too, as well, because the clerk is alive. Ladies and gentlemen, these are happy ending stories for a reason. Not because someone was harmed or killed but because the actual victim survived and went home alive to their families because they had a firearm. We'll be back. One more segment to go. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. Final segment from out here in the beautiful Sonoran Desert where it's super, super hot as it's supposed to be 
in late August. Welcome back. Mark Walters in the Sig Sauer Relocated Studios, the remote studios here in Phoenix. On the Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, it's all being brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Please go out of your way. Please visit all of our partners. Purchase something from them. Visit them. Visit their websites. Take a look at the products that they have. They're why we're here. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues. Final segment on a Friday. AWR Hawkins is in studio with me today. I love it. AWR, it's great to have you here. Great to be here. All right, so there are two places I want to go with you now, but I want to go to Boston slash New Hampshire, Massachusetts slash New Hampshire real quick. The Reload reported this last uh, couple days ago. I covered it a couple days ago. Fantastic court decision in Massachusetts, Boston, by a Judge Coffey who back on August 3rd, Commonwealth of Massachusetts versus Dean Don uh, Dean Donnell. This guy left, now you and I are both familiar with New Hampshire and SIG. This guy left New Hampshire, crossed the Massachusetts line with his handgun, carried lawfully in New Hampshire, was arrested in Massachusetts, charged with a Class E felony, looking at a minimum mandatory 18 months. Goes to trial, here's what the judge had to say. He dismissed the case. He does not lose that right simply by traveling into an adjoining state whose statute mandates that residents of that state obtain a license prior to exercising their constitutional right. To hold otherwise would inexplicably treat the Second Amendment right differently than other individually held rights. Therefore, the court finds that GL 269 Section 10A, which is the Massachusetts statute, is unconstitutional as applied to this particularly situated defendant and allows the motion to dismiss on that ground. Now, that is huge and opens up the door, or does it, to, because it's a district court decision. But isn't could this possibly be the start of the dismantling post-Bruin? Because the judge went deeper and referred to post-Bruin. The state could not, didn't even try, and couldn't, if they try, find some historical context that shows that they have a right under authority to arrest this individual. The judge proved that the state could not prove that. And post-Bruin life, Case dismissed. To me, I think we're going to see a lot more about this, which is why we're not hearing about it right now, because the media doesn't want to let on to this. Yeah, I have, I'm not familiar with it. I'll have to read through it. I mean, it's a good ruling, but being a, from a lower court, uh, state court, I don't know the impact it'll have, except it, 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 it did go the way it should go. That's all I can say. And it, to me, I, I, and I, guys, I think you're going to see this grow. We'll talk about this on Sunday as well in some greater detail. All right, let's go to Missouri, St. Louis, a city mired in violence, uh, Democrat controlled for many, many years. Murder capital of the United States loses that to New Orleans. And then, if I'm not mistaken, picked it back up again. This is a dangerous place. You have a leftist mayor in St. Louis, Missouri. Imagine that. Who is now going out and you've written the story over at at, uh, at uh, where, where do you work? Breitbart News. That's it. You've written the story. She is now wanting to do what? She wants to ban AR-15s in the city limits. She wants to ban AR-15s in the city limits uh, as well as uh, AK-47s and any firearm that the left describes as a quote-unquote assault weapon. So the attorney general's already told her it's illegal. In a letter, he wrote a very, yeah. very scathing letter to her. It's already illegal because they have a preemption statute in that state, which means no municipality or city or anybody else can pass a gun control that exceeds the gun control that exists at the state level. And uh, so she's just locked in. 
And what she's going to have to deal with is the problem isn't an AR-15. It's not an AK-47. The problem is uh, this uh, this mentality toward police that police can't be trusted. That's got to be turned around. Police have got to be bolstered and turned loose. Law-abiding citizens have got to be encouraged to be armed for self-defense, not to be attacked by their mayor. And uh, the combination of the two could turn the tide. Also work on prosecuting people when you catch them. See how that feels. And if you'll do that, uh, you might be able to uh, get St. Louis out of this spot that they don't want to be in. And this spot is one with a lot of murders, and I know they don't want it. Might. Might, might, but but that that is not that is not a foregone conclusion. Well, no, because they keep going. And the thing is, you look at gun control. It'd be one thing, Mark, if I could go. Well, look at Los Angeles. It's a haven of safety. Right. Well, it's not. Uh, California has more gun control than any state. And look over there. It was just two days ago I covered. Cop, yeah. Some some former cop goes into a bar during spaghetti night. They're eating eight dollar a plate spaghetti meals, and he opens fire because he's mad as his estranged wife kills three, wounds six. All this gun control doesn't work. If it worked, you might go, well, you know, I guess it does work. It is. It doesn't work. It's not necessary. All it does is empowers criminals, puts uh, the the law abiding in a weakened position because it makes them harder for for them to have guns for self-defense. I mean, you get all this gun control. What happens? You cross from New Hampshire into Massachusetts. You're completely legal in one state. You're arrested in the other. You're a law-abiding citizen. It's stupid. Go arrest somebody who plans on shooting up a McDonald's or a school if you want to arrest somebody. But leave me alone while I drive around with my SIG handgun simply for the ability to defend myself and my family. Just leave me alone. When I first saw the story out of California that you just referenced, I, I kind of did a double take. And I kind of blinked my eyes and I shook my head. And I thought, wait a minute, somebody's miswriting. You're like, I like spaghetti. Well, I like spaghetti, but this couldn't possibly have happened in California. How did it happen in California? It shouldn't have happened in California. And I I mean, I say that with jest, but I don't because it shouldn't have happened. If Gavin Newsom is right, this shouldn't have happened. I don't know how much time we have, but I'll remind people. Two minutes. California has universal background checks and assault weapons ban, a high capacity magazine ban, a 10 day waiting period on gun purchases, a red flag law, a limit on the number of guns a law abiding citizen can buy a month. They have a ban on concealed carry on campus for self-defense. They have a ban on teachers in K through 12 schools being armed for self-defense. They have uh, opened up laws suits against gun companies that market uh, uh, AR-15s allegedly to kids, allegedly market it. Uh, they've opened up lawsuits for companies that they see that break uh, their assault weapons ban limitations. They have regulations on ghost guns. They have background checks for ammo purchases. They've limited ammo purchases to only state-approved vendors. You can't buy ammo for out-of-state, so that means the price of ammo is going to skyrocket. It's necessary that it does because you have a smaller supply for a greater demand. They've done all of this Yet a guy walks into a spaghetti night at the bar and just opens fire and ruins everybody's day, kills three people, wounds six. Gun control doesn't work. And let's not forget that this individual came from Ohio to commit that crime. Likely with a firearm that was not California compliant. There's a strong possibility of that. And let's not forget the ammo that he used that crossed state lines, which you can't do in California either. It's utter failure. 
What the mayor in Missouri ought to be paying attention to is exactly what you just said. Locking the scumbags up, refunding the police, adding new officers, and enforcing the laws against crime on the books and get off my lawn. It's pretty much that simple. AWR Hawkins, we're looking forward to having you on Sunday for a long time here at the Armed American Radio Sig Sauer Studios in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today, this hour on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, it's all brought to you by X Insurance. Here's the deal. Carry on, carry off, and carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. No self-respecting caveman would have ever been caught outside his cave without his club. Enjoy your day, enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you back here live from Phoenix, Arizona on the MonsterCast Sunday. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve.